In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Many of you know that I grew up in Texas. And growing up in Texas, I remember what it was like the first time a cold front would come in for the season. The skies would get totally dark, the humidity level would skyrocket, and sometimes the wind would get really still for a little while. And then thunder and lightning and heavy downpours and a whole lot of wind. I was so afraid of this when I was a kid. I always had sudden fears that everyone would be overcome by such a massive storm, that everyone was in danger, that no one was safe. Even after the rain would stop, the wind would blow for hours. I was terrified. We can only imagine then what the environment was like for the disciples on the Sea of Galilee in a similar situation. They had already had a full day. Earlier in this reading, they just had learned about John the Baptist's death, and then they had witnessed Jesus and their participation in the feeding of the 5,000. Now it's getting dark, the sun is going down, and Jesus is sending them away on a boat to the other side so that they're not overwhelmed by the crowd that he's dispersing. They're setting out, and Jesus promises to meet them on the other side. Well, we know what happens. A storm comes from out of nowhere. The boat is being tossed in waves and the wind is fierce. And any of us who have ever been on a boat in the middle of a body of the water during a major storm knows that it can get really scary. They're not even going where they're supposed to be going because the story tells us that the wind is against them. Nothing in this scenario is going well. And I could imagine that the disciples probably thought that their end was near. But that didn't happen now, did it? The winds continued, but the skies must have cleared because then the reading tells us that the story that it was early in the morning and they begin to see Jesus walking from a distance on the water towards them. Yeah, they think he's a ghost, but then they see who he is and he calms their fears. Their traumatic experience on the water is now taking a turn. And Peter steps up and asks Jesus to let him go to him. So Jesus says, yeah, sure, come. And without thinking, Peter steps out of the boat and starts walking towards Jesus. Notice what the reading says. He gets scared because of the wind, not because the water is deep. And Jesus immediately reaches out his hand and they both get into the boat and the wind goes to a sudden calm and cut. This is about as cinematic as the Bible gets. We like this reading. We like this reading because it has a happy ending. But it's rare for us to take away anything useful from this story. I mean, walking on water isn't something that we witness every day, right? There are elements to this narrative that make it hard to personally connect with it. And so we dismiss it as 
a happy story, a pleasant story, one that we feel safe telling to children, but it doesn't change us in any way. And that's unfortunate, because I think we have to see what Peter did. He stepped out of the boat because he saw Jesus. He trusted Jesus. He knew Jesus was true to his word, and so he knew that if he did what Jesus said, he would be okay. Yes, he later overthought the whole situation, but he spontaneously gets out of the boat and follows what Jesus tells him to do. And herein lies the wisdom of this story. None of the other 11 decided they wanted to get out of the boat too, no? They were too afraid. After a traumatic night, they wanted to be on dry land. Jesus there or not, they didn't go. What a metaphor for the church. What a metaphor for the church. When the storms of life hit the church and society, who among us steps out and actually follows Jesus? Here's what I mean. In our culture, we are often taught to live very happy-go-lucky lives. We're taught that if we work hard, people will respect us, we'll make enough money to get married and maybe have 2.5 children, and we will live out our days happily ever after. But that is never how it completely plays out. Sure, we have moments of intense joy. We champion our successes whenever we can achieve them. We celebrate with those who are celebrating, but life blows up. Fires happen like those in Hawaii this week. Deaths happen when we least expect it. Jobs change, housing changes, health care changes, people's diagnoses of their medical conditions change, you name it. Challenges and storms of life rise up like cold fronts that come in unexpectedly. The wind changes, the sky gets dark, and the rains of adversity kick in big time. But the gospel today reminds us that in those situations, we don't have to be complacent. We don't have to just sit there and observe and go, oh, well, this is what's happening. We can do something we can actually be like Peter. When adversity happens, Peter steps out. Peter, whom Jesus calls the rock, the one he appoints to be in the leader of the disciples, Peter steps out, and we as leaders of the modern day Jesus movement, we as the beloved community of Trinity Cathedral, as 21st century disciples, we are called to step out too. Every week, we gather here each and every week to remind ourselves of how much God loves us completely. But we also gather here each week to see the possibilities that God has for each one of us to do the work of Jesus in the world, to step out just like Peter and believe that Jesus wants, what Jesus wants for us is our absolute greatest good to step out like Peter and trust God that God knows far more what's good for us than anything we'll ever know. To know that we, when we are doing the work of God in the world, we will be blessed and that Jesus will be with us through it all, even to the end of the age. 
When we step out like Peter, we have the potential to create. We're given the power to create something new, something that gives the world something beautiful, something divine, something that mirrors the kingdom of heaven where Jesus wants everyone to live in all the time. Here's what I mean. When we step out and follow Jesus, just because we know that we will be okay, we get the opportunity to create a church community where everyone is welcome. Perfect people, imperfect people, messed up people, you name it. I don't actually know any perfect people, but I figured I'd put it out there anyway. We get to create an environment where everyone is loved. People who feel like they're part of the in crowd and people who feel like they're outcasts, that they don't have a place anywhere else in the world, we get to say that this place is for everyone. We get to step out and create an environment where we celebrate each and every person for the blessing that they are on this earth. We get to help those who are without hope find hope. And we get to be friends. I can't say this one strongly enough. We are given the divine gift to be friends with everyone, people who have friends and people who think that they're friendless. Our faith compels us and our trust in Jesus beckons us and our love for one another propels us to be a friend to absolutely anyone we encounter. These are some things among many that we can do when we step out like Peter. We don't have to hide in the boat like the others. We step out. And we know that the storms of life will still come, and we might be afraid, and we might even be traumatized. These storms always come, and the winds of adversity might blow for a very long time. But Jesus will also call any time we call on him. And he always tells his disciples, do not be afraid. To not be afraid because he will always be with us. And we can make the choice to be like Peter, to step out or to make the choice of the other 11 and stay inside the boat. Even though the winds might be blowing really hard, Jesus invites us to step out. Even though in our life experience, we've been through a whole lot, Jesus invites us to follow. And even though the morning is dawning, we are invited to embrace this new way of experiencing the kingdom of heaven, not just for ourselves, but to help make it real for everyone. This is our task. This is our call. Step out. Step out. Step out. It's time to get our feet wet.